I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. Today I'm talking about being a wisdom seeker. I recently updated all of my social media profile bios to start off with that title, Wisdom Seeker. It sparked in my mind one day, and I think it really connects with me and my life, especially right now. A a friend of mine describes me as a seeker because I am always seeking improvement and wanting to learn about myself, figure things out, and really engage in life. She says, I've been that way since I was a little girl, since she's known me, but I do see a difference in how I seek things out now. I used to chase after external things in life and boy, would I grasp at things, experiences or people or things that I thought would bring me success and happiness. Somewhere along the way, I discovered that wasn't working. So now I'm really more of a seeker, not so much a chaser. And what I seek is wisdom. In other words, knowledge and truth. And when I say knowledge, I'm referring to whatever I need to know in the moment in order to live a life of full self-expression that allows me to fully express myself in the best way possible. And the truth that I'm seeking is, who am I really underneath the labels and identities identified um, or defined by the culture and my analytical brain and just kind of the patterns and structures we've put in our life. So who am I truly underneath all that? What this means is that I am continuing to discover, to discover the truly authentic me, especially what I need and want in any moment so that I can live the most fulfilling and joyful life possible, which also means a more balanced life for me. And for me specifically, that life includes being creative and teaching through stories in order to inspire others, hopefully inspire you to seek out your own knowledge and truth, to be a wisdom seeker yourself. One of the most valuable things I've done over my the past 10 years to support me in this process is that I have I always have coaches and mentors in my life who I look to for guidance. What I love about having people like that, coaches and mentors in my life is that they have knowledge I don't yet have. And they usually have some skills I don't yet have either. And what makes them the right fit for me at any time in my life 
is that they also have something in them that almost magnetically pulls my truth out to the surface so that I can discover it. There's something about certain people at certain times of life that I'm like, yep, you're a teacher for me. And that person has to be a good fit for me so that I feel drawn into their world to learn from them and ultimately then be drawn further into myself. I'm drawn into them and then I'm drawn into me further. These teachers have changed over the years as I've evolved and changed myself. So, you know, some of them were around for just different seasons. One thing I know for certain is that if I am listening to the whisper inside me, the calm inner voice or intuition or gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, and I take action on that, I never regret it. So when I feel that type of nudge to follow someone on social media or attend their training or join their program, I, I check in and confirm that that's coming from that calm inner voice, and then I act on it. There's a definite difference I want to point out between that and FOMO, that you know, the fear of missing out type of feeling that I also sometimes get less frequently these days, but it, it still pops up. And that FOMO feeling does not come from my calm inner voice. My FOMO voice is one of my inner saboteurs and is usually accompanied by feelings of like a frenetic type of energy and a nervous anxiety and kind of this um, uh, got to do this. Like, uh, oh, I, I must do this. This is the answer. This is the key. Like, and, and like kind of racing toward it. And that's not the right place for me to be in to know, or when I'm in that place, I know that's not the calm inner voice. That's not my intuition and what I know is, is actually truly best for me. It's all the other stuff. And in the past, that calm whisper, I like to think of it as a whisper because that's how it shows up for me. It's, it's quiet and soft and, and can easily get drowned out. In the past, it got drowned out by the louder, critical inner voices. Yet, fortunately, that's not the case very often now because I've been able to settle down all those other voices quite a lot. Um, and, and now that's something I help te- you know, teach as part of my programs of how to, how to do that. And I owe that change, though, in my life to my own willingness to learn and do the work as well as the teachings of my coaches and mentors, books I've read, podcasts, and other ways I get my information and learnings too, I have expanded myself in ways I didn't know were possible. In this past year alone, I've worked with three new coaches inside their programs. Two were for my business and one for my mindset. And I am so happy I found them, I, they found me or they came up on my radar. I'm so happy I chose them. There were a few other opportunities that popped up where a bit of that FOMO feeling came up. Yet, fortunately, I identified that quickly and said no. One of those was a topic I wanted to explore, yet the coach wasn't right for me. And I felt that frenetic, like, oh, if I don't do this, I'm missing out and I'm not going to be successful in this area. And it, it, it didn't, it was definitely 
felt like I was starting to run a race kind of vibe. It was just too much energy in a, in a, not in a positive way. And it turns out, so I basically did, I waited on it because I, I can tell if I ever feel that way, I've got to wait to make a decision because it's not coming from the right place. And the yes would be probably for the wrong reasons. So, or, or certainly not reasons that would be supportive of, of me and what I really need. A better solution ended up, because I said no, a better solution ended up coming up a few months later when I decided to hire someone to outsource that aspect of my business and not bother learning it myself. So interestingly enough, it, you know, it worked itself out in a new way. I didn't need to get a coach or do a program to learn that aspect. It was a piece of my business I was looking into. And it turned out that the better solution was outsourcing it. So I'm so glad I said no. Another opportunity was a program with a coach I've been following for a while. And I absolutely love her energy. I love her teachings. I love her whole approach. Yet the timing wasn't right for me. So I let her know that it was a no, not only because it's a no right now. It's not a no forever, and I really look forward to joining in the future. And so, you know, while I did sign up with a few new people and do different things this year that I'm so thrilled about, I was able to discern between the voice telling me, yeah, that would be good for you, Cheris, that would really help you move forward in these areas versus the others that were not going to be supportive, really. Now, ironically... When I was writing my notes for this, right at this point of my notes, um, I went to take a, you know, get a, grab a bite to eat. And then in the middle of, of that, while I did that, I happened to listen to a five minute shorty podcast episode by one of my coaches, Rhonda Britton. The topic was learn. And she spoke about how learning is the one cure for whatever ails us whether that be our moods, our frustrations, or really any aspect of our lives. You must be willing to learn and you must be willing to be wrong about what you think you know. And that is absolutely the case for me over the last 10 years, for sure. Um, And I've only gotten better and better at that over time of being more willing, being more willing to learn, more willing to let go of what I thought was right and what I thought I knew and being willing to be wrong. And now it's much easier for me to be willing to be wrong. It's, it's, it's more of my go-to place to be. And that is so freeing. It feels so much lighter to live that way. Let me tell you. I'll be the first to admit it can be really hard to do that though and to start having that be a new habit. Whew. That's where a great coach or mentor comes into play. They can create a space and present a new way to look at something so that you can let go of your own old beliefs and patterns. I mean, because we tend to grip on those, like seriously grip hard. Um, you know, my, my dad jokes about how I, I will grip onto things and I always have since I was, since I've existed, <laughs> that I, I can tend to grip. And so for me, for sure, having a coach or mentor to help me release that grip has been key. And great coaches that are great fit for you, they, they know how to get your toe 
in through the side door, the back door, sometimes the basement or the attic, but you know, they'll get the toe in, your toe in, and then help you, you know, explore further and get all the way into that new thought, that new belief, that new way of, of being. They can be resourceful. And although the, this may sound cliche too, but it, it's true, the answers are already in each of us. And that is true. That Yet, we often and usually do need some help to discover them and to peel off all the layers of stuff hiding them. So being a wisdom seeker applies to seeking wisdom for myself and in my own life. And it also applies to how I am a coach and mentor myself. In case you don't know why I have an owl in my logo and why I have a tagline of owl guide you, get it, owl guide you joke. Here's why. Owls can navigate in the darkest of night. I'll be your guide and shine a light for you. Owls can move their heads nearly full circle. I'll help you see new perspectives. Owls have terrific binocular vision. I'll help bring things into focus. And I hope that my podcast helps you learn and find some wisdom about your own life. I hope it is shining a light. I hope it's helping you see new perspectives. I hope it's bringing things into focus. And I hope you never stop being a wisdom seeker yourself. And I have something really special this month. If you would like the opportunity to work with me live, I have a brand new workshop, a live workshop coming up in a few weeks called Three Days to Better Life Balance. It's free. It's not a huge time commitment. The workshop is including one hour sessions each day for three days. And so go grab your spot now at cherisyourlife.com forward slash workshop. Really would love to see you there. Hope to see you there. If you feel a little whisper, go for it. And it's free. So, you know, what do you got to lose? My closing quote for today. Well, first of all, I want to say, I always like to give accurate credit for quotes, yet often there's conflicting information online about who to credit. So I do my best to find the proper original source. I found that although this quote I'm going to share is credited in many places to the Tao Te Ching, numerous articles state that it's actually from Zen Buddhism or theosophy. So I'll just be honest and say I'm not sure. And apparently some scholars aren't sure either. I've heard the first part of this quote numerous times, but only recently did I see it paired with the second part, and I absolutely love the addition. It perfectly summarized what I've talked about today, or summarizes what I've talked about today. So here's the closing quote for today. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When the student is truly ready, the teacher will disappear. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, 
that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast.